Hello, my name is Cheryl G, and I would like to welcome you to the Emmaus of Us podcast. This week, we will be completing the final installment of a series entitled The Rebuild. So let's get started and begin this week's episode of Emmaus of Us. The title of this week's episode is Maintaining Momentum. We'll be reading from Nehemiah chapter 13, verses 7 through 9. But first, let us pray. Heavenly Father, We pause today to glorify you and your name. Thank you for your love, guidance, protection, and support. We truly can do nothing apart from you. Lord, I humble myself right now. Only allow me to say those things that the Holy Spirit gives me to say. Not my words, just yours. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So let's read Nehemiah chapter 13 verses 7 through 9. And I came to Jerusalem and understood of the evil that Eliashib did for Tobiah and preparing him a chamber in the courts of the house of God. And it grieved me sore. Therefore, I cast forth all the household stuff to Tobiah out of the chamber. Then I commanded and they cleansed the chambers and thither brought I again the vessels of the house of God with the meat offering and the frankincense. In chapters 7 through 12 of the book of Nehemiah, uh, we learn of the many great acts Nehemiah does to set the people on a positive path towards restoration before returning to his post with the king. And so you, uh, some of the things that he does, for instance, uh, Nehemiah appoints his brother and Hananiah, the ruler of the palace, to take his place. He also leaves detailed instructions about what time of day to open the gates and when to shut the doors. He appoints watchmen and priests, singers, gatekeepers to attend to the running of the temple. He also um, registers all the people, creates an inventory of the possessions. Uh, He has Ezra the prophet um, brought forth to reestablish worship by reading the book of the law to the people. And the people, you know, um, they're so reflective and open to the word that when they hear it um, and they learn, for instance, that um, their ancestors had a festival called the um, Festival of Tents or Booths, they decide, you know, that they want to hold that same festival to commemorate God's provision for the Israelites as they moved in the wilderness. Now, when the wall was completed and dedicated, the people even made a written covenant and took an oath before God that they would obey his laws and ordinances. They declared that they were all in, ready to follow God, even pronouncing a curse on themselves if they did not obey God's law. Now, this sounds good, but as Nehemiah learned when he returned to his post with the king, The people did the complete opposite. So the question becomes, what happened? Well, first, it was a sin issue. And that was only going to be formally dealt with when Jesus returned. But I also believe it has to do with who was allowed to live in the temple. Tobiah. Now, if you remember from earlier chapters that we studied, Tobiah was one of the main proponents against the rebuilding, the main opponent against the rebuilding. He fought it from its inception along with Sanballat. But 
a high priest named Eliashab had allowed Tobiah to stay in one of the chamber rooms. And this chamber room once contained the meat offering, the frankincense, um, vessels, all these things that um, were commanded to be given to the Levites and the singers and the porters and the offers of the priests. Now, chapter 13 also states that Eliashab was related to Tobiah. And later, one of his grandsons uh, was going to become the son-in-law to Sanballat. So you can see where this is going to be a really big issue. Now, as we go through and Nehemiah hears about this, um, in Nehemiah 13, 7 through 9, we hear about what he does about it. Because it's one thing if you hear about it, what are you going to do about it? And um, Nehemiah says, this is what I'm going to do. First, he's going to take all of the stuff out of the room. <laughs> he's going to throw all of Tobiah's stuff out of the room. And he's also going to throw out um, Tobiah. So he, he gives him an eviction notice. Say, bye-bye, you, you got to go. <laughs> and um, then he commands that the chambers be cleansed and the vessels of the house be returned back into the room. Now, this story, it does have a lot of prophetic insights and life lessons that we can take from it. Because there are going to be times where you have to use the same cleaning principle. Um, it, it's a cleansing process for the church. It can be a cleansing, a way of cleansing things in an organization. Um, it also can help us to know when we have to lay down any distractions or sins that are in our own lives so that we can uh, run the race unencumbered. Nehemiah teaches us that to maintain momentum, you must continuously revisit and reestablish the original mission statement to make sure the project maintain its integrity going forth. So, um, and this also, just as Nehemiah had to confront Tobiah, who was the root issue, Jesus has won the victory over our root issue, which is sin. He stated that it is finished. Jesus has stood in our place, and now through him, we have access to eternal life. If you would like Jesus to be your personal Savior today, repeat these words after me. Lord Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my life and take a residency in my heart. I declare that through you, I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer with me, welcome to God's family. Ask God to guide you to a place where you can worship with other believers and grow in your relationship with Christ. Also, there's a free resource on my website, and it's called A Father's Love Letter. Um, it's uh, a download that you can um, take with you, and it was created by Barry Adams at Father's um, heart communications, and it will help you learn about God's great love for you. Thank you for joining the Emmaus of Bus podcast. You can listen to other um, episodes of the podcast at EmmausofBus.com. Join me next week, and have we're going to be starting a whole new series, and you just have a blessed week.
Thanks.